Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Scoop B Radio. In your area code, in your suitcase, on an airplane, on your off court, everywhere you want to be. I am Brandon Scoop B Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Instagram, Scoop underscore B, Snapchat, Scoop underscore B. Make sure to subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. And it's NFL Draft Time, and on the line right now, we got a guy who is known as Mr. Technically Sound, uh, none other than the Cal Golden Bear, Gary Allensworth. What's going on, Chief? What's good? What's good? How's everything with you? Man trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents. I feel you. I feel you. You played in forty three games with twenty two starts at Cal. What was that experience like for you? Um, I mean, it was a great experience at Cal. Just a lot, let alone just being at Cal. I mean, you meet some great people there uh, at Cal. Um, but just playing in, playing in all those games and with those starts, it just means a lot. I play with a lot of guys that are in the league right now. A lot of guys make an impact. So, I mean, overall, I would say that uh, it was a very humbling experience, and I'm glad I went and played there. On your pro day, uh, you ran between a 4.5 to a 4.6 in the 40. Could you have gone faster? Um, I mean, I feel like I've always gone faster, but, I mean, it's just that, that the whole 40 is so techn- technical sound. So, I mean, I feel like I'm as fast as anybody, so – I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of time before I get to be playing real football and showcase some of my speed. I like it. Scoopy Radio on the line on the West Coast with Darius Allensworth. You um, tore your ACL um, before your season at Burke. I tore my ACL um, in 2011 uh, when I was going to finish grad school, and it gave me a lot of time to sit and think. Um, when you tore your ACL, what was your thought process uh, when it first happened and throughout the whole rehab process? That's funny. Uh, like you said, it gave me a lot of time to sit and think. Um, 
I mean, I didn't go to school for like probably two months, so I was just at home thinking a lot. But I mean, first I hope when I turned my ACL, I just it's had a lot of like football isn't forever kind of thoughts in my head. You know, didn't know how I was gonna recover because you hear you hear guys tearing their ACLs and like some guys recovering, some guys not recovering. So my whole thought, uh, my my whole process, mind was just, will I ever be how I was? So. I mean, throughout the process, it was a long process, but once after a, about a year hit, I felt great, better than I have ever felt. So, I mean, it ended up being a successful process for me. But, I mean, it, like you said, I had a lot of thought into uh, what, what if I would never came back the same. But luckily, God blessed me, and I was able to come back uh, better. You started out in basketball. Mm-hmm. No, sir, age of Age of four, touch the basketball. Yeah, because I was reading in uh, the Daily Cal, uh, and it said that um, there was a basketball being played in a, in a youth recreational game uh, in San Diego, and a nine-year-old boy was dominating and bullying his opposition, and the other coach had no answer. He looked through the group of players and saw a six-year-old at Darius Allensworth uh, and approached the assistant coach, James Allensworth, who was your dad, uh, for a possible mm-hmm. solution, and they put you in the game. Yeah. Put me in the game and just told me to guard that. Don't let that man score. So that was my whole, that's how I really started to play basketball, man. And I mean, I enjoyed it. But then um, playing football and got an offer early in football in high school, just just went the football route. You went to uh, Heritage High School in Riverside County, California. If I'm not mistaken, Kawhi Leonard is from Riverside. Yes, sir. He went to uh, King. His high school was about like 25 minutes away from my high school. We used to have like passengers over there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I seen him play a couple of times while he was in high school. I actually went to uh, Corona Centennial my freshman year of high school, too. So, um, shout out to them. But, um, yeah, all, all in the same county, all relatively close. What was he like in high school? Was he was he assassin? Was he a two way player assassin like he is now? Yeah, I mean he's always kind of been 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 the same kind of player. I mean, obviously he improved, but he was always a standout. Uh, just like he was a quiet guy. No one really from that. Riverside King has been a big recruit, so I mean people really didn't hear about him with the San Diego State. But he's he was always he was always been uh, as good as he, as advertised. Reggie Miller is from, and Cheryl Miller are from that area too, correct? Yeah, they went to uh, Riverside Poly. They got their numbers hung, hung, uh, hung up every time you walk into the gym. So, yeah, so it's cool. She scored like 100 points there, I think. Mm-hmm. If I'm not. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're from that area too. How did your sociology uh, studies prepare you for the next level that is the NFL? Scoop B Radio. Um, I, I feel um, just as far as uh, how they teach you here at Berkeley is just, I mean, it's a study of human relations. So, I mean, you study a lot, a lot, a lot of things going on in the world. You study a lot of people. And I feel like going to the next level, I mean, NFL is different from college. It's not like a bunch of your boys. You got grown men with families. You got, you got just different situations. So I think it just prepares me in a sense of understanding people and, and, and knowing, uh, how to approach a certain audience, and I think it, it, it matures me for being inside an NFL locker room. Scoopy Radio on the line with Darius Allensworth from Cal Berkeley. You said that Allen Iverson uh, was your role model uh, because of his competitive spirit, and that it was unmatched night in and night out 
um, I would have to say I agree with you. Um, who on the football field uh, has has that same mentality? Um, current or just like in, like growing up, who do I feel like who who, who do I feel has that same mentality? It's your world. I just live in it. You pick. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go past because I. I mean, I like. I don't really uh, look up to anyone now since I'm so close in age with everybody. But um, uh, past uh, Randy Moss would be that for me, man. That's just dude, just a go getter, man. Just go up and go get it. Just it was just something about him, like you knew it was happening, but he's always performed. So I mean, I would go with Randy Moss, but yeah, Alan Iverson is definitely definitely my my number one from from a kid. You said that your most memorable play of your collegiate career was a sack against Washington State, who was number eight at the time this year. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, my best friend plays in Washington State. He's a running back, number twenty-five, Jamal Morrow. So I mean, anytime I played Washington State, that was that was the biggest game on my schedule because it was like that's my boy. I'm known him since I was six, been best friend since we were eleven. So it was just, it was just. I can't lose to him, so it was just a memorable, uh, memorable play from a memorable day, and uh, I want to, I want to take that day back for nothing. What's the most underrated thing about being a student at Cal Berkeley? Most underrated thing? I don't know. That's a, that, that's, that's a difficult question. Um, I don't, I don't think people really understand how 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 hard it is to really. Play, play a sport at Cal and actually compete in the classroom. So I would think people, I'll, I'll say that people really don't understand how difficult it is. I mean, certain schools do. Like if you go to, if you go to Yale, Harvard, or Stanford, obviously, but most people that I talk to wouldn't have any idea how hard it is to do both. Hmm. What's the best piece of advice that you've gotten throughout your whole draft process so far? Hmm. Good question. Um, I would say the best piece of advice is probably, probably for my mom. Just just sit back, just sit back and and, and wait and and relax. Don't get yourself too caught up and stressed up and who's talking to who or who's talking to you at that time. Just take it in when you're in the salt and relax. And when it's time to get out there in the field, just just do what you do. So I'll, I'll probably say that because this is this is very simple. When you were playing uh, at Cal, um, mm-hmm. you um, learned, you encouraged your teammates uh, back in 2016, you defensive backs to practice in long sleeves and tights. And you said you learned this helpful tidbit from Donovan Adams, uh, a friend who died uh, in June 2012 from injuries suffered in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Why did he give you that advice? About the about the uh, t-shirts and. Uh about the t-shirt and tights yeah oh I, man just just playing around in high school just getting turf burns and stuff and he always like you need to wear those long sleeves they uh they they protect you from uh from turf burn and and stuff like that so it was just like being in high school just just talking to the older crowd it was it was nothing like he just came off the blue but it was just I was getting turf burns and I was always asking like why do you never have turf burns like because I always wear sleeves so I mean <laughs> It was just a little, little nugget like that. Nothing too crazy. How influential was Donovan Adams uh, to you in your in your growth as a football player and as a person? 
Um, I mean, he's one of the reasons why I mean I was able to able to get through the ACL injuries. Is he wasn't there, but just hearing just the perseverance that I know he had and, and everything, and just now that his mom still being so close to me and she kind of seeing her son's dream lived with me like she was that pro day. So it's just. It's just just to have that in the back of my head and have his his motivation because that's what we used to do. We used to work out together. He used to push me. So to constantly just know that he he's still pushing me just just, just allow me to grow as a person in the classroom and just out, out, out on the football field as well. As a defensive back, um, I would I, I often say that the defensive back is the wide receiver on the field, but I, I would also argue that they're the quarterback of the field. Um, and you've been quoted as, as saying that, you know, you like to study situational football um, and you like to pick up signals uh, from the quarterbacks and receivers from guys who write reports and ask questions. You know, I can imagine how, you know, knowing different people's roles in the studio, whether it be a producer, whether it be, a, you know, a, 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 an anchor or, or, you know, you just pick up on those things. How easy is it once you're in the game to really pick up on what a quarterback does? I'm really curious about this. Um, I mean, it's just a week of preparation, but um, I would say it takes me like it depends on how complex the quarterback is, who's the quarterback is playing. But anywhere for like a half, one half, I can I can I can start uh, knowing things. Or uh, as soon as the first quarter, if I've seen it on film multiple times, I play with a uh, Jared Goff, so. He used to, uh, I kind of used to study his, his hand signals and stuff at practice my my freshman year, and it kind of saw, like, in games that quarterbacks kind of use similar hand signals and stuff like that going into those spread offenses. So it was just a thing of that matter, just trying to study the game. And, um, I mean, a couple games we played, I, I was able to know tell you what the quarterback was doing by the third quarter. So um, it's just it just depends on the quarterback and the scheme. So, I'm really interested to see how it works on the next level. You haven't stepped foot on an NFL field, so I, I don't know if this is a fair question, but I'm curious. Watching somebody like Tom Brady or watching somebody like retired quarterback um, Peyton Manning on TV, is it difficult to, to try to pick up on their hand signals, or are they, or are they easy to read too? Um, I really haven't. To be honest with you, I really don't look at – if I'm not playing against you, I really don't really look at your hand signals like that, so I haven't even – even looked at Tom. I, the only time I even like peep Tom Brady's hand signals when I'm watching his games, and I'm normally cheering for Tom Brady to win, so I don't <laughs> even try to like that. So, yeah. What music gets you hyped before a game? What do you say? What music gets you hyped? Oh, like, what, what's, what's playing in you? Uh, it depends, depends on how my different music session, uh, sections. So, like, on a bus ride, it'll be like, it'll be a lot of Drake, it'll be a lot of like, like uh, a lot of Drake, not not not, not like the soft Drake, but like the, the do not disturb kind of Drake, like the um, like like him rapping kind of, and then like it just depends. I get songs of the week, like whatever song I'm feeling that week, I have a playlist. But I mean, I I listen to the Drake like right before, and then I listen to some um, I know it doesn't matter, Future, some Young Thug, it doesn't matter. It, it, it it's whatever's hot. Normally, whenever I'm feeling that week, so it 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 all uh, it all mixes up. But yeah, those are my my top three. I would say. The I was I grew up in the '90s. Deion Sanders uh, was the corner of my generation. Who's the okay. corner of your generation? 
of my generation. Uh, good question. I don't think I'm, I don't, I don't want to answer that question yet. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to have to okay. think about that. Yeah, because okay. I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make the wrong decision because I got a couple that come to mind, but I, yeah, that's a hard question for me. So if you had to give, I'll I make it easier for you. You're a basketball guy. If you had to say five guys that were influential for your generation, that uh, corner, yeah, can I go DBs? Can I go DBs? Yeah, not just all right. Five guys. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Darrell Revis. He's growing mm-hmm. up because for him, wherever I'm have to go. Um, I'm gonna have to go Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, Richard Sherman, and um and um five. I'm just gonna go four. I'm gonna give you those four. Okay. Just like yeah, I'm gonna give you those four just like as far as my generation and like change the game for us. I'll give you those four. When you go to sleep at night, who do you dream of covering in an NFL game? Oh, everybody. I don't want to have any, everybody. There's no, there's no just one person. It's everybody. I mean, I don't give anyone any superiority over anybody else. So I see everyone like the same. So I'm, I'm just ready to cover anyone. Your name is called in the 2018 NFL draft. You're with your family. Mm-hmm. You go to celebrate. What's the first meal you eat to celebrate? The first meal. Hmm. Uh, Depends on where I'm at. Well, if I had a choice, I'll probably, probably just go to, um, I'll keep it simple, but just go to In-N-Out, go, go to Cane's. Nice and simple. You yeah. said In-N-Out. You going animal style? Uh, depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but normally I'll go number one. I'll go number one with a, uh, with a milkshake, and then I'll add another cheeseburger in on that. So I'll go two burgers and some fries. I like it. You grew up being a New Orleans Saints fan. Why? Um, when Reggie Bush went there, I was a huge coming. Being a SoCal kid, Reggie Bush was everything to us growing up. Um, growing up, so um, I remember when they lost to Texas in the Rose Bowl. I was crying that night. Cried at school. Like just Reggie Bush went there, and I became a Saints fan. They got Drew Brees from San Diego, Champagne mm. Ford. They went for that NFC Championship game, lost to the Bears. I'll never forget because me and my mom stayed home from church that day. Uh, <laughs> lost to the Bears. And then uh, I remember that next year they uh, they played. They actually played the Colts in the Super Bowl. My dad's from Indianapolis, Indiana, so there was a little rivalry going on in the house for about, a, about two weeks. And they won. They had that onside kick and a hang basket fumble. And, and I'll never forget they won. Uh, I was a Saints fan ever since then, so... I mean, I'll say starting when Reggie got Reggie got drafted, and then I mean, I still root for him today, um, but like it kind of faded off as I got older and got closer to getting my shot. So, I mean, yeah, I always have a little love for the Saints in my heart. I met him in February at a at a mansion party. Oh, really? For real? Dead serious. So I was at um, I was at I mean, All Star Weekend, and um, it was my first time in L.A. and first timer. It was my first time in LA. And um I got invited to go to the Jordan party. Um and so it was at this mansion. So you had to drive from LA to this high school because they didn't want to give the address. And then they had like this shuttle. You take the shuttle. Bro, when you walked in, 
the first person I see sitting on the on, sitting outside chilling was Stephen A. Smith, right? Texting. Then <laughs> I walk in, the rapper Twister is there. I turn to my right. left. Kyrie Irving is walking downstairs. That's my people. Then I go up. I see Ronnie 2K from NBA 2K. Then I yep. keep going. I go outside. I see Carl Anthony Towns. Kimball Walker was out there. Bro, I'm over there. Yo, they had they had lamb chops, mashed potatoes, chicken fingers. They had a fondue stand. Who do I see as I'm getting fondue? Reggie Bush. I said, damn, he's short. I didn't realize how short he was. Yeah, he's short. I'm really sure, but yeah, dang, that sounds lit, though. That sounds wise. That sounds wise for sure. Yeah, it it, it it was crazy because, number one, I grew up being a, a fan of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Number two, okay. it reminds What you say? I said all of us. I still watch that t- today. They need to put it on Netflix. They yeah, they need to stop playing. Yeah, stop playing. Put it on Netflix, for real. So, it reminded me. Remember that episode of Fresh Prince when... Will had a question, so he whistles, and then uh, Heavy D comes out. Then he had another question. Kadeem uh, Hardison came. Remember that episode? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what yes. it reminded me of. Yes. Okay, all right. Dang, okay. I mean, and I'm not even naming all people. DJ Clue was there. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis was there. Miles Turner from the Pacers was there. Like, yo, every time you turn around, it was somebody else. Just popping up, and the and the crazy part is, the mansion. It nobody can live in it because it only has four bathrooms. It has four. It has four. It was like yo, bro. Like the mansion was like the freshmen of Bel Air. It's only for like shows and people hanging out because it only has four bathrooms in the whole mansion. That's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's tight, though. That's a cool experience, though. Uh, I'll never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I cannot. Scoopy Radio on the line with Darius Allensworth. You, um, your dad coached you. I mean, we talked about him being from Indianapolis. How influential was his sports background or his coaching um, in helping you get to the next level? Um, very, uh, I don't see. I mean, it helped. It definitely helped. Me and my, me and my dad was more about uh, basketball. When it came to football, I mean, he kind of gave me his advice. But I kind of, I was kind of just, I don't know. It was kind of just a, a natural feeling for me. So I'm saying he helped me definitely. I mean, his he definitely got me mentally tough. That's the one thing I say about that guy. He got me mentally tough. So when I got to college and things. My mom was just already on a different level when it come to workouts and stuff. But I mean, he definitely got me mentally tough. And I would say just him always, him him always pushing me to be better, and never letting me settle for being good was was what uh, got me to where I'm at today. How crazy would it be if the if the Saints actually drafted you? Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, that would be definitely cool. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not a too. I wouldn't say I'm not a big fan. Of of uh, Louisiana, but I mean, I I I would I, I love to be out there, man. Being the black and gold, it would be cool, man. It would be a different different vibe for a college kid being Louisiana. That's what I would say. But I mean, I would definitely embrace it and be ready to go. Last question: You um, were quoted as saying that if you were to have a chance to sit down with anybody 
and have dinner, he picked Drake and LeBron James. Uh-huh. Why them? Those two people that I mean, I probably LeBron James been I've been following LeBron James since he was in high school. So I went uh I went to him playing in two uh two uh two thousand three when they played Modern Day. So I've been watching LeBron James forever. That's just a dude that's done it the right way. He's never really been in trouble. I just would would love to talk to him and seeing how he's done, like how he's done and like what approach he's taken to to his life and just Drake. I mean. I mean, he he's the numbers and everything speak for himself. Um, dude, dude makes great music, makes music for everyone. I mean, from Toronto t- taking over the United States, so same thing. Just to see how how they move and 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 what steps they took to become great would would be very uh, helpful in this process. I, I feel. And by the way, you mentioned the Brown playing against Matter Day. That was when DJ Strawberry was on Matter Day, right? Yeah, two thousand three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that was a, that was a big game. Yeah, it was a big game. They they actually and they lost to him uh, in eighth grade. They, uh, Strawberry and then beat them um, when when they're in eighth grade in that like, big AAU tournament. Um, uh, the national AAU tournament. So like it was a little bit of revenge too. So I mean, yeah, I, I mean, those were good old days. How old were you at that point? Uh, oh three. What, what was I? Seven. Had to be seven, eight. It just turned eight. Just turned eight. Had just turned eight. Yes, sir. Had just you turned eight. You ain't playing. I'm not playing. No, I'm not playing with LeBron. <laughs> Le- 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 LeBron James. I'm telling you, I've been every loss, every loss he's taken. I haven't felt it as much as he, but it's been close, man. I went to both finals and up here in the Bay because they've been playing the Warriors. Right. I mean, I I saw one win, but last year I was a loss. People was. Was th- throwing stuff at me, calling me names. So hey, I- I've been running LeBron James train for a long time, man. You think they got a chance to pull it out this year? We'll see. Um, they haven't they haven't had any um they haven't had any games with a uh, with a roster yet. Um, Golden State's hurt over there. It looks like Houston. Houston's a team. No, I wouldn't say the team to beat, but looking like the best team in the West right now. Golden State still the team to beat. So I mean. It's all about matchups in the NBA. We'll see. If they play against Golden State, we'll see. But I like their chances against anybody else they play if they make uh, when they make it to the finals because no one in the East is going to beat them. They even come close. We done talked Cal, Drake, uh, Mansion Parties, In-N-Out, Animal Style. Darius, you're a well-rounded individual, sir. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the combo. Any time. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming on Scoopy Radio, and I wish you nothing but the best. You, you're going to turn heads in the NFL. Thank you for your time, good brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. Have a good day. Respect. Scoopy Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 